It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey everybody, this is Phil Town. And this is Danielle Town. Welcome to the Invested Podcast. Where, where we, we are, are tired today. Tired. <laughs> we're, we're, we're done diving. <laughs> we're tired. We thought, we're tired. You know what? It's August. People are going on vacation everywhere in Europe and America and all over the world. Um, those who can. And thank God for our problems, right? First world totally, problems. Yes. What kind of vacation? Just remember to be very grateful about having these sorts of questions in your life. That's a good point. And so we were like, okay, so how do we invest on vacation? And I just told Danielle that we're, I just, So we're pausing. We're coming back to Google, guys. But in yeah. grand tradition, we're taking a short pause here today. And we're just going to do a short here. little episode about what do you do when you're tired and mm-hmm. you have investing practice still happening in the world. What do you do, I Dad? Took a, I took a little. I took a little break last week, and um, my investing team. Let me see. One of them has a rebound COVID going, so he was sort of oh, no. barely hanging on. Other guy, one of them took a break with me. We went up to um, the Virginia International Racetrack, where we were testing cars at the same time as a bunch of NASCAR slash IMSA professionals were. There were only twenty five cars on the track, and somehow they let us on it. That's so sick. I got to be on the track with Kimi Raikkonen. That's so insane. For people who don't know, who is Kimi Raikkonen? Kimi Raikkonen is the is the F1 driver with the most F1 starts in history until <laughs> just a couple of weeks ago. Is that true? I didn't know that. Yeah, which means Kimi sat at the top of the game in F1 for something like 17 years. World just, champion Kimi oh, Raikkonen. World champion many times. Not many times. Well, several. No, he was just once, many, I think. Actually. Was it just once? Oh, gosh. Now Any I have case, to look it this up. guy is such an incredible He's a big driver. deal, is the point. He's a big deal. In Formula so One. This, so this NASCAR company, that NASCAR, the, the organization, hired him to test out a prototype of a new NASCAR generation of car. But this does not sound like you were so tired. Oh, I needed a vacation. Well, this is good to get my head clear. It always, you know, you got to focus when you're on the track, so it's kind of like, blows out all the cobwebs um but my claim to fame for the rest of my life will be that Kimi Raikkonen passed me in in a in a very exciting corner uh turn 10 at VIR if you're a fan where the corners for my car is at about 100 miles an hour coming down from 135 through the s's and Kimi came through there like blow my doors off on this NASCAR <laughs> prototype <laughs> six inches off my door no. just blowing by that's oh, it was so very exciting. crazy
crazy. Yeah, that was fun. That I was really fun. hope that you have like in car video or something oh, where you yes. have you can pull a still of like of his Kimmy's car next breaks. to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Kimmy's taillights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could just pick any picture and just be like, "That was Kimmy." Yeah, it was Kimmy. Oh, right that there. that car is it black? Yeah. That, that works. Black, black 31. Um, yeah, World Championship true. one time, 2007. Ah, very good. But at the top of the game for many, 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 many years. Yeah, so, absolutely. And, of course, he's still driving professionally. And NASCAR hired him because he's one of the best road racers on the planet. And they wanted to see how their car would do on a road race course as opposed to an oval. So, so um, you were busy doing that. Yeah, busy doing that. And... and um, I just wanted to give you a cautionary tale that when you're busy doing vacation-y sorts of things, if you're trading, if you are a trader, you have responsibilities. You've got to pay attention to the trades because the market today, as as sometimes it, it happens, it can change very, very fast. When you say trader, you mean not long-term. You mean Not long-term positions. These are short-term positions. Um and that means you've got to be on top of it, even if you're in, you know, ten buck two. Somebody has to be watching those trades, like day to day. Is day the day. time frame you're talking about? Exactly. Okay. I mean, literally day to day. You have to be on it day to day. Because some people um, do like minute to minute, you know. Oh, for sure. The kinds of trades we do are day to day. There are day traders who are minute to minute for sure, and they wouldn't even be. They wouldn't have any money in the market if they went on right. They went off to VIO. Wouldn't walk, wouldn't walk away from no. their desk. Yeah. Whereas we had, we can, we can do that and just check it daily. But what a contrast to being a long-term investor. Yeah. Where, you know, really Warren, and we've said this many times on this podcast, believes that his investing strategy is laziness bordering on sloth. Yeah. I mean, Warren has no problem going off for, you know, weeks and weeks in China. And I mean, it's just that when you're a long-term investor, you don't worry about your positions any more than you would if you own a house that you're renting. Yeah. I mean, would, would you really be petrified of going off on a two-week vacation because of the price of the rental house that you're not intending to sell? No, it's not even, even think of a, it. a thought. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So treat it so like So you that went and off you'll be right. and what happened? Oh, yes. oh well, I I had a, a moment where I I should have been watching this thing maybe even a little more than day to day. The market just launched itself straight up in this particular uh, position. I mean, literally straight up. Um, haven't seen it go up that fast that far uh, since COVID damn time. Whoa. So. Yeah, so I got caught a little bit, and uh, and it definitely caught me. Definitely caught me. So when that happens, then you have to make a decision. Okay, now I've kind of blown through my um, barriers on a trade. So we have certain barriers set up. And um, they're not set up so that they execute automatically. They have to have me say yes, do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't say yes, do it. And then once once the damage was done, then then you start to get into that emotional place where you sort of go, well, maybe things will go Oh, I'm way. so glad you said that. That is so mm. true. And your strategy goes from being very rational and I'm under control and, you know, the very yeah. the very rational poker player, right? That's that's sort of like the person who will They'll just get out. They'll they'll put a bet in, but they're in a bad position on the table. And if somebody starts to call them or raise, 
you know, somebody raises, then they just get out. They take the loss and get out. Mm -hmm. Not, oh, I hope I get the cards, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So this is this hope is not a plan when you're in, when you're gambling, and you will not win in the long run if you have a strategy of hoping things work out. It doesn't work that way. But so when those thoughts came to your mind, oh, maybe it'll work out. Yeah, I have that. What do you like? Does that like a trigger for you? Like, oh, that's that's such incorrect a thinking, or is it yes. like, do you go with it for a while? No, it's such. I mean, no, you. It's such an incorrect. It's such a trigger that you are now starting to enter no man's land for good investment. So you notice it immediately, trigger. or you know, within yeah. a couple of thoughts, basically. Immediately, and then okay. you have the thought, well. Market's going down right now, so maybe it'll keep going down. And honestly, it's hard to avoid these thoughts. I, I got out of this position this morning. As the market was going down, I started, oh, I'm very fortunate. The market's going down. I like it. This is great. And then immediately, well, maybe it'll keep going down. Yeah. I'll just sit here. I'll just sit here a while. Maybe that I'll is, look like a genius. Maybe I'll look like a genius to myself. And it's just so diabolical what happens in your head when you're when you're a tr when you're trading, which is why I don't trade huge positions. Mm. You know, I trade to sort of maintain a reasonable rate of return when I'm hugely in cash. Mm. And maybe we'll talk about that sometime. Like we have talked that. about that a maybe few we'll times. A little more. Maybe, maybe we talk about it a little more. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yeah. Well, so anyway, I would that's, like to that's, say that's, that's that... The lesson. For general, like long-term investing practice, my view is that, as you did, if you feel tired, take a break. Like we all need breaks. This doesn't have to be a grindstone. In my opinion, it absolutely should never be a grindstone feeling like you have to do something every day or every week or whatever your schedule is for investing practice. Um, take breaks. I mean, yeah, again, take it. Take a lesson from Buffett and Munger. I mean, Buffett's managing. God, I mean, his. I know it's three hundred sixty billion. I don't know something. It's way up there, and um, and Charlie Munger said, you know, somebody asked Warren, why 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 don't you take a vacation once in a while, and Munger just piped in and said, in my experience, Warren has been semi-retired the entire time I've known him. I think those guys, I got to say, those they guys play the talk it up. Yeah. Uh, they may. They may. Come on. They may. I mean, Buffett knows every number from multiple sources who have been around him. He knows every number of a company that he doesn't even own and has never, like, never owned, but he just knows the industry and he just, like, knows that company. Like, there was some company that he bought recently and he said, well... I mean, of course, I'd been following them for 50 years. So I knew all about them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what was that? In, in it, fact, it was something Warren he bought said... last year. I was like, oh, my God. Like, that is what the experience gets you. It's not yeah. just 
literal experience, literal perspective, time, etc. It's the wealth of knowledge that can only be developed over time because it would be impossible to cram it in any faster that mm-hmm. he has. But it's also the amount of pure reading and understanding of various companies that he just loves to do. So I think they like to say a lot how little they do because they enjoy their lives so much. I think that's right. But I think like Warren Buffett's version of fun is reading financial statements. Right. Right. And he's been doing it since he's a teenager. Exactly. I I think that's probably true. And um, and certainly the the pages that he's known to go through on a week is, you know, it's monstrous. Plus reading like other books as they talk about a lot. And Charlie, Charlie, I think, is probably spends more time reading more kinds of stuff. Yeah. Like Charlie likes to really, really thinks that just branching out and reading almost anything is useful. Definitely. As an investor um, to just understand the world better and how things work and to, and to have a way of challenging your own assumptions and your own uh, value system. Charlie like amazingly likes nothing better than to find the flaw in some value that he has had his whole life mm-hmm. and realize, oh, that was wrong. And he gets a big kick out of that. Most people would you know, fight to hold on to that value and and use confirmation bias and never look at the down the downside of that value. But Charlie loves to to tear into his own value set, which I find really quite wonderful and rare. Yeah, uh, most of us don't do that. And Warren loves to read financial reports. I mean, that's just absolutely Warren. So totally. I think probably these guys are semi-retired in the sense that if you don't count the reading. They're working an hour a day or something. Yeah. You know? I think the work is stuff they don't like to do, like uh, occasional meetings or something. Yeah, have an occasional meeting or whatever. <laughs> an interview I, and once I empathize. A year. One of the greatest joys of my life has been to have massive control over my time. Yeah. I mean, I love it. I just have always loved it. And it's given me opportunity to do things with you and your life and your sister. And Yeah. You know, have adventures and do all this stuff. So, yeah, I I just love being an investor and being able to do this kind of thing. You know, I'd also add for people who are listening to this, sitting in their job, not on vacation, who are (laughs) deeply resenting everybody who is on vacation right now. Probably deeply resenting us right now. Well, (laughs) please don't deeply resent us or turn off the podcast if that's how you're feeling. It's fine. Um (laughs) Also, like, I think thinking a bit about how you can kind of create a little bit of like extra space in this time when you can't be on vacation away from work. But um, but maybe just, you know, trying to give yourself a little bit of extra um, freedom, a little less routine, maybe right now could help Uh a little bit. Uh And I think that's. Uh partly what we're doing today so with that we're gonna end this short little podcast yeah i just would we'll wrap up by saying investing education takes time it takes time to learn investing is simple but not easy it takes time to learn and then you have to apply the discipline and applying the discipline isn't isn't easy it takes practice um you'll make mistakes you'll you'll do things that will cause you to lose money occasionally You'll have doubts that you can never do this. But at the end of the day, the freedom that investing gives you as you start to see 
You don't, even, you don't even have to be financially independent, but you can start to see that financial independence is in your future with a high degree of certainty. It changes your life. And that that's a wonderful thing. So I'd encourage you guys to be thinking about that as the outcome of the work you're doing here. So with that. Great. Time to go play. <laughs> we will um, either be back about Google next week or maybe we won't. We'll see. We'll see but, what we do. But Google's coming up. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. <clears throat> okay. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye, guys. Hi, guys. Thanks for listening to Invested. If you enjoyed this episode and you want more information or to listen to additional episodes, visit our website at investedpodcast.com and sign up for my virtual workshop right there. Spots are definitely limited for this event. I'm not kidding. They really are. They sell out very quickly. So everything discussed on this podcast, by the way, is either my opinion or it's Danielle's opinion. And it's really important. It's not to be taken as investing advice because I am not your financial advisor nor have I considered your personal situation as your fiduciary. So remember that. You're on your own here. This podcast is for your entertainment and education only, and I really hope you enjoyed it.